Peace Power. That is the name of today's transmission, Peace Power. And this is going to be a wee clip about how we can find more peace in our lives, especially in these times that are so connected. Maybe not connected in the way that we used to be connected, but more connected. So what are some ways that we can cultivate or build peace in our lives during these zoggy zog times? So I've got a wee list for today that I'm going to orate whilst I go on this hike. Ways to find peace in the unexpected. What a great topic, right? Because there's always so much out there that's trying to pull us away from that inner tranquility, whether it's the multiple diversions of antisocial media, whether it's other humans, IRL, or on antisocial media. It can be a, a, a many of these things, or it can be these things all kind of combined together. So the first way to find peace, pretty easy and commonsensical, would be to slow down. When unexpected struggles hit you out of nowhere, you might find yourself feeling like you are running faster and faster, but getting nowhere. Give yourself permission to slow down. And something that this culture really doesn't honor is slowing down. I think a really good example of this, and it's very unhealthy too, is the example of after a woman gives birth in this society, she's lauded for being out and about a couple of days, a week after, which we know from essentially every ancient culture, that was not done. There is a time after the birth called confinement period where between 40 to 100 days in most cultures, the new mom was cared for, she was replenished, uh, her body was given numerous treatments and you know spa and belly binding things of this nature but now we celebrate going out and about you know a couple of days after a massive event like that whether it's natural or whether it's surgical because we do not live in a culture that values slowing down we're constantly on the go constantly busy constantly preoccupied and that's considered a virtue when of course essentially all of us know that that leads to burnout. And then when we're burnt out, we can't even slow down because we're kind of like in this stead of being dead. So slowing down, so important, especially as we go into the autumn where everything is kind of slowing down, right? We're going into the yin or the yin season of winter. Of course, right now, it's just the beginning of the autumn, but nevertheless, slowing down, so important. Up next, face the fear. Face the fear of the unexpected with honesty. Do not pretend that everything is, quote, fine. Vocalize, express, and uncensor your true feelings. And sometimes, along with doing this, will come a blowback or a bite back from other people who maybe aren't in alignment, maybe are ignorant, or just cannot comprehend what is going on, but it doesn't mean that what you're saying or what you're feeling is any bit less valid. It just means that they have their belief system. Remember, you can never control what someone else believes. You can present them with information, you can persuade or sway them, but people will always believe what they want to believe. Just like if tomorrow it came out all over MSM that the entire pandemic had been hoaxed from the beginning, some people still wouldn't believe it, and that's just them, right? So facing the fear and vocalizing is a really important tool. I think especially we're always kind of told not to vocalize things. And I think this culture in general kind of has a lock on the throat chakra, whether it's physically actually happening or not, especially with all this censorship, 
of being banned, shadow banned. A lot of people are afraid to speak the truth because they don't want to be kicked off of certain platforms, right? So facing the fear, vocalizing and not pretending that everything is fine. The next on the list is connecting to spirit. Get into the power of prayer and it's astounding. And I'm not talking about the type of prayer that allows you to be prayed upon. Get into the habit of speaking to God, goddess, the universe, or your higher self on the regular. This allows for greater perception, clarity, and peace in your day-to-day. Absolutely. I think we've all been sold this idea that if we're not an Abrahamicist, we must be an atheist, right? And, of course, that's, that's a, another Talmudic ping-pong match. But I'm talking about this from the real perspective, the real spiritual perspective of connecting with that consciousness of a different power, right? Something else on the list, uprooting dangerous beliefs. Don't trust everything you think. Oftentimes, passing thoughts and emotions can be a wide spectrum of things, including things you pick up on in the field, like in the energy field. Don't rely on them as your identity. Observe them in a detached form and stick to the ones you feel true to your essence. And this is, I think, ever more important, especially when nowadays we'll have a situation where a youngster will watch perhaps a short video on an application like Shit Talk, and then all of a sudden they'll be, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gender dysphoric or something, right? So we really have to be conscious of the beliefs we have. Are they actually our beliefs or have they been pogromed or implanted into our psyche based on the various hypnotic techniques utilized by the Skeksis? Something to consider. Another thing on the list, ground actively. Whilst we navigate dark times, sudden changes and intensive transformation, ground yourself. Place your feet on the soil, walk in nature, swim in a body of water, lay in the sun, feel, connect, and breathe. And that's exactly what I am doing whilst I'm wearing this piece right now. I'm wearing my barefoot shoes and I'm going for a walk. I'm going for a hike. It's nice here too. No one's really here right now. So I get the chance to do this little oration. I get the chance to walk. It's mildly crisp out, just the first little trimmings of the autumn, but it's, it's great to be outside and it's great to be alive. And finally, the last thing on this list, Pause the excess, the stimulation and the stimulants. So not just the stimulants, but stimulation. So the stimulants could be something like too much caffeine, but the stimulation could be, you know, maybe taking in too much media, right? They come in in different ways. You can overstimulate yourself by taking in too many of these things, but then you can use stimulants and that can also stimulate you, but it's, it's kind of in a different way. But nevertheless, it's still... It becomes excessive certain times for people, and then what happens is very hard to slow down. It becomes hard to ground. It becomes hard to face fears. It becomes hard to connect to a higher power. It becomes hard to be able to discern if these beliefs or these thoughts you're having are actually your own, right? So having some herbs that actually kind of make you chill more than stimulate up would be a good idea. So maybe herbs like reishi, uh, reishi mushroom, cisandra, rose, oat straw, astragalus, ashwagandha, skullcap, passionflower, herbs like that, which are more chill pill herbs than the ones that are very stimulating. And also things that can do to pause can be uh, breath work, meditation, hiking, um, conscious lovemaking. There's so many ways to kind of engage in the pause and not rely on stimulation or stimulants to kind of feel that extra boost 
Because when we're constantly in the stead of doing that, essentially we're in a phase of key stagnation where we just gravitate to more stimulation and stimulants to get that boost or lift because we're actually not producing it ourselves. So a little bit there about ways to find peace or on this little transmission called peace power. There are a lot of ways to find peace in this world, but we have to be willing to take the first step and to have that motivation, which sometimes is difficult to have if we think we have to look at things, right? We have to see this. And that's a, that's a big part of, of this whole thing of staying in the loop and, and things like that. And a lot of these habits are actually habits of the crowd, habits of the consumers. And who wants to be a consumer when you can be a creator or a creatrix, right? And some of these habits of the crowd would be stuff like drinking and eating junk food, quote food, um, you know, pornography, scrolling shit talk, staying, quote, informed while playing video games. These are all habits of con consumers, right? Not creatrixes. And the habits of the 1% of the creators would be things like writing and reading and cooking and meditating and, and working out and all that type of stuff where you're actually creating something as opposed to passively taking something in. Huge difference right there. They want us to be consumers, not creators. So you have a choice every day. Are you going to consume or are you going to create? And when you choose to create, that's when you get the peace power. So that'll be the end of today's transmission on this glorious Friday, the last day of September. I hope everyone is well, wherever they are in this big white world. And I'll be connecting again soon on the next transmission, the next show, the next something. Okay, everybody, Satnam.